Welcome to Core Parenting Conversations with Kaylee. My name is Kaylee Kukla, and I've spent the last decade supporting children and families with challenging behaviors. As a mom of two, I appreciate how overwhelming and exhausting parenthood can often be. So I'm taking all of my book knowledge and combining it with real life experiences to change the dialogue around parenting. We'll have powerful conversations that always include practical tips so you can walk away feeling inspired and empowered to make simple yet impactful changes in your family's life. Let's dive in. Welcome to the first installment of the Behavior Bites series. Bites as in sound bites, because these will be short episodes that are focused on one general, common, and challenging early childhood behavior. They're meant to be easily digestible and tactical so you can walk away and immediately implement strategies that will strengthen your relationship with your child and decrease the challenging behavior or at least empower you to confidently respond to the behavior when it pops up. Up first, we have hitting. So hitting is a super common early childhood behavior, and children don't necessarily need to learn it somewhere. It's a natural impulsive reaction that happens when their threat detection system is on high alert. It's not a conscious, malicious act to hurt somebody. Hitting is a sign that the child is dysregulated and feels threatened. Now, a threat does not have to be one of like imminent danger, like a tiger is jumping out, a car is coming, or they fear for their life. That's not the typical threat that I'm talking about, okay? It could be being told no, because who likes to be shut down and told no? It could be a sibling playing with a toy that they want, It could be a sibling sitting on mom's lap when this child wants mom's attention. It could be a limit that they don't like. These can all trigger a threat detection system reaction, which I'm sure you've noticed. (laughs) So this is the brain's impulsive response. It's physical because those are the pathways that are most developed at this life stage. They're the most primitive, right? Being able to move and being physical is very closely aligned with survival. Now that we understand that it's an impulse, we can depersonalize it and be more open to how to respond to it. So here's an example of how to respond. Let's say the hit is geared towards you. So the child's going to hit you. Now, best case scenario is we just block the hit. We just stop it. Often I had a child who his biggest impulse was to hit when he would get upset. I got good at like reading his body and his cues and I just hit probably 95% of them and continue to enforce the limit or create space between you. So maybe he hits, you put your hand out, take a step back or keep moving towards the limit or the goal. So let me give you a practical example of what this looks like. You tell them that The snack that they want is not available. You're all out of it. So they go to hit you. Again, it's a threat to what they want. It doesn't mean they actually feel like 
they're in peril, like physical peril, but it, oh my gosh, it's such a disappointment and that's very dysregulating. I go to block the hit or if they get the hit in, I take a step back and maybe I just take a couple steps over to the kitchen cabinet to grab a snack bowl and then I come back to them. I get a little closer. At this point, they could be melting down. They could be crying. They could still be all tense and uptight because their preferred snack is not available. So I'm going to say something like, ah, man, no goldfish, huh? Well, there's cheese stick or berries available. Which do you want? Now, this is not a magic cure, okay? And you have to attune to your child. Some children, if you say too much, that will further escalate their threat detection system. So some children do better with like micro validation, like, ah, or bummer, or mmm, just the sound effects. But then I'm going to pause. I'm going to slow down, right? Because slowing down is going to help lower that threat detection system. And I'm going to offer them a choice cheese sticks or berries, or let's look in the cabinet together and find something different. Whatever strategy you found that works best for your child. Notice I didn't even address the hit. This may seem counterintuitive to not acknowledge the hit, but consider this. The hit is an impulse from an underdeveloped nervous system that is highly, highly, highly sensitive to their parents' energy due to survival instincts. This means our children pay more attention to our energy, our emotions, because emotions are energy, our focus, rather than our words. That's the part of their brain that is most fully functioning, not the verbal processing part of it. They're also wired to explore their own autonomy and figure out their agency, which is power and influence in the world around them, right? That's that social, emotional self-image, self-identity that they're developing so rapidly in early childhood and throughout teenage and, and early adulthood. It's a long process, as I'm sure you can remember, probably even in early 20s, figuring out who am I? <laughs> If you've tried the Instagram parenting tips and tricks to gain connection and cooperation with your child and it's still not working, or maybe you just want to grow your parenting toolbox or grow your own personal skill set. If you feel confused about how to respond to some of your child's bigger behavior, or maybe you need the encouragement and accountability to make the changes you know you and your family need, CORE offers the weekly support and tools to make these powerful shifts within a supportive, uplifting community. We talk about real-life parenting, not the neat and clean two-dimensional examples given on social media. You can learn more about my core membership program by heading to www.kayleekukla.com backslash core. It's a month-to-month membership. You can cancel it at any time, no strings attached, and it's meant to be on-demand parenting support so you can access it when it's needed and when it's convenient for you. The link is in the show notes to learn more. And now back to this core conversation with Kaylee. If we give hitting a lot of energy, either by giving it a lot of attention. So maybe we're 
constantly focusing on coaching them not to hit and what to do instead to hit and what you can hit and don't hit that, hit this instead and hitting hurts and, or through our emotional reactions. (gasps) Oh no, don't, don't hit your brother. That hurts. Why would, that's not nice. Why would you hit your brother? Ouch. No, right. We're feeding it. We're giving it all this energy, all this power. We're communicating with our energy and our emotions and our focus. Whoa, this action that you just did, what you just did is so powerful and overwhelming to me. I can't handle this. This isn't safe. It's working me up, right? It's this dysregulating to my nervous system. And when our nervous system is that dysregulated, theirs will become more so. That kind of strong energetic response makes the hit powerful. So the child is more likely to do it again, especially when they feel powerless, when they feel afraid and they need to feel power. And it also escalates the situation. Like I said, our nervous system becomes extremely dysregulated. They co-regulate with us. And when they sense that strong of a dysregulation in us, then they become more so and the situation actually escalates. Just like with a fire, this is a really helpful visual for me, whatever we fuel becomes more powerful. So if we fuel the hitting fire, the hitting is going to become bigger and more powerful. What we want to do is we want to give our energy and empower the helpful actions and solutions. What is available for snack? How can we create safety by either moving our body or moving another child's body? Same goes for a child that hits another child. So we're going to give our attention to the hurt child first. Just go over and check on them. Make sure they're okay. And then we can turn our attention and our energy to helping the other child, the hitter in this circumstance, regulate, repair, and re-engage in the activity. This does not have to be a whole song and dance. It does not have to be like a whole workshop on apologies. It can simply be, do you want to come with me? Do you need more space? Let's move it over here. Oh, it looks like it's time for snack. Like we can just move around the situation based upon your own knowledge of your child and what helps them regulate and your read on the situation. For verbal children who aren't horribly upset after getting hit, so you know how sometimes siblings just get like a swipe in with one another and it's, they kind of keep moving. I'll enter in the situation because that's still, you know, a red flag. Like they're kind of asking for help at that point if they're getting that dysregulated. And I just say something like, what's going on? It's super non-judgmental. It's curious and it's giving everybody the opportunity to share their perceived problem because we need to identify what that problem is so we can focus our energy on solutions instead of focusing our energy on the hit because the hit is not the problem. The hit is the response to the problem and we need to give them a different response. That's what we want to teach. The hit will become unnecessary when our children build a toolbox of solutions and helpful responses to the scenarios. 
One core member reported that after doing this kind of approach, really downplaying the response to the hitting, really focusing on just responding to the children in those moments, she did this for three days and she noticed a significant decrease in hitting between siblings after asking the question that week in the Q&A because it had so drastically increased in their house. Lastly, I want to note that if hitting is a trigger for you when a child hits another child or when they hit you, that is a sign you need to work on the trigger. Because fact of the matter is, it's an impulse. It's not personal. And so it totally causes you to become emotionally flooded and hugely upset over it. That is a sign. That's an indicator that there is something deeper that that behavior is activating in you. So first acknowledge it. Whoa, I get emotionally flooded when they hit. And then get curious. What feels so unsafe about hitting? Then there's going to be layers. Okay, so we're going to peel back the layers. I feel out of control. Maybe it's triggering my mama bear instinct to defend my other child. I feel like I'm doing something wrong and I'm failing as a parent because my child hits. Maybe hitting happened at some point in your life to you and you felt completely powerless. And now those feelings of powerlessness are being reactivated. This is the internal important work of parenting. All right. Well, there is your first behavior bite, a quick little podcast just about hitting. I hope that was really helpful for you. If you want more information on this kind of strategy, this kind of approach, this is what we do in the core membership. I have workshops specifically on sibling relationships. So if the hitting is very prominent in the sibling relationship, there are several workshops to help out with that. There's also different responses. There's whole workshops on how to rewire our triggers for parents, how to do different calming situations based on the behavior, based on the escalation level in the situation. Those are all in the core vault. And then of course, the Q&A. So anytime you come in and say, hey, I tried this, the hitting is still persisting, we can dig a little deeper and individualize it in a small group method just a bit more for you. So it really is what the core membership does is it really combines the best of both worlds, this on-demand access to parenting information and individualized support without the individualized coaching price tag. Because obviously an hour of one-on-one time, I only have so much time available. And so what the core membership allows us to do is come together once a week, and reflect on what's going really well and what do we still have outstanding questions about and what do we need to prioritize. Thank you so much for listening and we will drop another Behavior Bite later this week. So be on the lookout for that. Have a wonderful day. 